0: Glad to have you the Bill Michaels Show. Broadcasting live, we're down here in uh, Radio Row, the media center. We're expecting Emmett Smith and E.J. E- e- Smith coming up here shortly. And uh, I know they're uh, making their way over this way. They just came over and confirmed with us, so they're going to be walking over. Pretty exciting stuff. Going to be talking to Emmett Smith. Liking that. Former Dallas Cowboy, Hall of Famer. Finished his career with the uh, the Arizona Cardinals out here in the desert. So uh, we'll talk with him coming up here in just a few of this portion of the program, brought to you by our friends over there at New Male Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And uh, if you, uh, all you got to do is give them a call, 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. That's the New Male Medical Center. Give them a shout, whether it's ED, which uh, they have a 98% success rate of treating, or it's low T, uh, you want the all-in-one weight loss program, it's fantastic. But all you got to do is give them a call. And uh, give them a shout over there at uh, New Mail Medical. It doesn't matter where you're at either uh, because uh, they uh, can get you with that phone number, get you in touch with any location in the United States. So if you're calling from Florida, if you're calling from Mackinac Island, if you're calling from over there in the Menominee Marinette, they can help you out. It doesn't matter where. And a 414-455-4451. Get a hold of my guy, Dr. Tim and the gang. Again, at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. Uh, just going back before we get Emmett Smith over here real quick uh the i wanted to uh, go back to uh, the uh, jay crowder pickup and uh ben you and i were sitting here talking and i i said it right away i thought this was a pj tucker-esque pj tucker-like move uh with a guy that's pj tucker like 2.0 and some people don't like the comparison because they feel that crowder's got more upside than what pj tucker was just a a and not dirty but he was, he was, he was a dog, man. He was, remember, even on the stage when they did the trophy presentation to, uh, when they did the, uh, the, the welcome back after they won the, uh, um, the championship that after all of that, they said, Hey, look, um, you know, the, PJ Tucker said, I taught these guys how to be dogs, D-A-W-G-S. And Crowder's got some of that in him. He's got that dog mentality in him. So anyway, that, uh. That was uh, kind of my premise, I guess, if you will, or my take on Crowder. But he also has scoring ability. And he's he's just he's, he's a pretty good shot, good defender, but he's good in the paint. Uh, he's good at get backs. There's, there's a lot of upside to him. And this was not a guy that uh, that the Suns really wanted to give up in that deal. He kind of made that deal happen. He was the extra guy, if you will, uh, to kind of tap it off, cap it off. So uh, when they made the deal, uh, they didn't want to give him up. And, and, you know, the Phoenix Suns gave up a lot to get Kevin Durant. They got Kevin Durant, and they, like, feel now that the, they are the team to beat in the West. They Maybe they might need one more piece if it doesn't work this year. But the biggest thing for them is getting Kevin Durant back healthy because Kevin's nursing a hamstring injury. I think it's a hamstring injury. No, no, a knee injury. Um, but nevertheless, they feel that uh, they are they're right there. So if they don't get it this year, they're going to get it next year. Uh, with this veteran group that they have out here in Phoenix. In the meantime, Crowder coming to Milwaukee, you already have your stars. Now if you can just get Chris Middleton completely um, uh, completely healthy and kind of doing his thing and being able to hit, hit big shots in big moments, obviously Giannis is Giannis. And uh, and then I think you're going to be off and running with the addition of Crowder. So there you go. Um, what else do we have here for you today? Oh, uh, a couple other things I wanted to touch base on. So we had talked to Mike Clemens is uh, going to be joining us a little bit later on. And we've got uh, Mike was with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. As a matter of fact, Mike's walking over this way now. But Mike was with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. So um, Mike's got some stuff uh, that he's going to share with them as well. So uh, we'll hear from Mike coming up here in a little while also. Um, so we're expecting Emmett Smith and uh, EJ Smith coming up here in just a few. So hang in there for that. And uh, I don't want to. I don't want to break, but uh, we're going to have those guys coming on here in just a couple of minutes as well. Also, uh, Greg Cosell. I wanted to make a mention of that. Greg Cosell is going to join us. Christian Ponder is going to be here today. Uh, we're going to uh, talk with Christian Ponder coming up here in a little bit. And uh, Greg Cosell is, uh, like I mentioned, it, Greg, for those that don't know, Greg is the guy that sets... He First of all, he's a college guru. He's one of the best analysts of uh, of talent via college football there is. He's uh, absolutely amazing. But he is the guy that sets up the NFL show. And he's the guy that sets up um, the all the tape, all, scours the tape for uh, everything they do via the NFL Live. So... Um, So we're going to have have him on coming up a little bit later. He's been a friend of the show for a little while now. So uh, we are going to get them all set up. And uh, they are brought to you by Bounty? Really? Bounty towels. How about that? For all the messes you make the day of. No, you can put down chicken wings. You can put chicken wings on the table any damn day of the week. That's for sure. (laughs) There you go. Getting them all set up over here real quick. Where, where, how you doing? I can't complain too much. Got Emmett and EJ coming over. Emmett got stuck with the duck. Okay, so Emmett's on the phone. So uh, throw that on because let's go ahead and there we, let's try to get that. There we go. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Just uh, hanging out? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah? Of course. Here comes Emmett. And we'll get everybody all set up and on camera and bounty. And this is this is like awesome, man. Now, not many guests show up. I there was one time that uh, Evander Holyfield came over and brought steak, but nobody brings wings. So this is this is fantastic. So thank you very much. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Likewise. So how'd you how'd you end up with Bounty?
1: Well, uh, got a call. First and foremost, you gotta, <laughs> somebody got be reaching out to you to give you an opportunity, and the opportunity worked out to the point where here we are. And right. so uh, we've used Bounty for years, and instead uh, of using other counters stuff that sticks to your finger when you're eating wings and everything else. And so this is the one paper towel for me that works cleanly and, right. and precisely for what I needed to do, especially when you're eating things that are very, very messy. So yeah. you cannot have football without wings and you cannot have wings without bounty.
0: Now, is this something that the wings, do you leave them per table and just keep making new? Or no, unfortunately
1: that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the case. This have to travel with us, but you can have one of these wings. Oh, I, I'm just uh, you kind know. of
0: admiring it all <laughs> day How you walk around all day with that smell and not eat them, I have no idea. Well, we've had our share in the back already. Man, I want to, I, I wanted to I'll start with you, Emmett, and I want to ask you, what does this week mean? Because obviously you've been here, you've right. been there, done that. What does this week mean? Now, so not only with the Cowboys, but then also in this city, ending your career with the Cardinals.
1: Yes, um, this has been an exciting week, and will be an exciting week for a lot of people, especially these young, these these two teams that are about to play on on Sunday. Uh, for me, I can remember back the excitement and the joy. And the thrill of being able to play not only in one, but two and three. But the very first one was the most thrilling one because it was the one that the most anticipated one because you never played in one before.
0: Right.
1: And you truly want to know what that experience is like. And you won't know until you get into the game. And so these players and these teams are really focusing in and honing in and working to. uh bring the best performance come Sunday. I don't think any player want to step on the football field on Sunday and be that guy that make a mistake that costs their team th- uh, the game. Yeah. And so this is a, an exciting week. But for me, the memories of getting on the bus and riding to the stadium sitting in the front seat on Super Bowl Sunday – And taking in all that's happening around the game. Coming into the stadium and seeing all the fans and all the, whether it's going to be Eagles or Chiefs stuff, lined up along the roads. As you're coming in and seeing the excitement that the fans have for this particular game. That was a big memory for me. And that was something that that I've always tried to take in, even during the regular season, but during the Super Bowl week, it's a bigger, bigger,
0: bigger uh, event. Tell me real quick about the, the, the Packers and the Cowboys, because it seemed like every time it came to getting deeper into the postseason, for whatever reason, you guys ran into one another. Well,
1: that's just the way things fail. And oftentimes when we hit the NFC Championship game, we ran into San Francisco. Right. That's right. just the way things fail. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't that we planned it that way. That's just the way <laughs> things just happened. And, and so for us, we end up playing the Packers, I believe, two years in a row. And we end up playing the Niners in the NFC Championship game. Two of the three Super Bowls that we played in. Yeah. So uh, fortunately, that's just the way it worked out.
0: So when uh, when your son here is uh, picking up the football, do you are you one of the dads that say no, you got to do this, no, you got to do that, or are you one that just sits back and says, you know, I'll just let you be you? Well,
1: it's a combination of both. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's yes, a please. combination of both. Most of the time, I allow him to do what he needs to do, but. Right. Uh, as, as a parent, when I'm sitting there or whatever, if I can give a little bit of advice as if he was not my son, right, and I was sitting there as a coach wanting to talk to my running backs, it's kind of the same advice. I tell them what I see yeah, and uh, tell them what, what I think is going on and tell them what to look out for as a coach did for me. Most coaches and most running back coaches is going to give him that kind of information. Right. But I have a different view and a different sense of what I'm seeing versus what some people may be teaching.
0: So you're hoping that you're not home on Thanksgiving at all either, right? Of course.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's definitely my dream and my goal. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not home at, for Thanksgiving anyway, so I yeah. right? might as well keep it going. Right. Keep it going.
0: Keep it going. Making money now. The NIL is making a little bit of money, and Bounty's making a little bit of money.
1: Bounty is doing a great job at allowing us the opportunity to have a father and son situation right that's now. That's awesome. This is very unique. This is not something that... Uh, um, we're truly accustomed to, so this is one of the first ones where we're enjoying this type of environment together, and he get a chance to see a part of my world. Um, that's and, the best. So, it's, yeah, yeah, that's the
0: best. Because you get a taste of what it's like to, to, to you know. Mm-hmm. You grew up with it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like this, though. Not like not this. this. Not like yeah, this. Yeah, not to sit with the headset on and no, say, yeah, you know usually, what? It's my time to shine. Shut up. Yeah, usually
2: you, <laughs> usually you keep me with the nannies. Okay. So, yeah, it's good to be here with them.
0: So. All right, guys, I know you got to run. You got a tight schedule. Uh, mop up with the bounty. Get the hell out. You go to your next <laughs> thing. And a great, Congratulations. Thanks. Good luck to you, too. Thanks. And Emmett, always great to see you, my friend. Okay? Thank you. Yes, Thanks sir. so much. We're going to take a quick break. We got more after this. Can we have you guys? Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show
3: on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to the program, The Bill Michael Show. We uh, continue on. We are broadcasting live here in the Phoenix Convention Center, Radio Row. And it was great, great to get Emmett and EJ Smith on. I can sm- still smell barbecue wings. Uh, ben, could you see that on on the uh, on the cameras on the Bud Light live stream? Yeah, yeah, I could. Could you see? Okay, I'm yeah, because the uh, the cameras were. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, they have. You talk about entourages. They have entourages. So Emmett and EJ, man, uh, they one of the bigger entourages around here. That's still not as big as the largest one we've seen, which was uh, Stephen A. Smith walking through. Believe it or not, with, with all, uh, Von Miller had like five people. Emmett and EJ had maybe 10 to 12 people. As their entourage, there's people that are picking up the props, people that are picking up the wings, people that are picking up the paper towels, uh, the schedulers that are going around place to place and pre-booking, the the people that handle them walking around. So, okay, there's 10 to 12 people. uh, But Stephen A. Smith had, I I couldn't even begin to tell you, it had to be 20, 25 people that he had around him walking him through this place. So, absolutely amazing. But uh, thanks to Emmett and E.J. Smith for coming on the program. And they did some kind stuff signing uh, the helmets for us for our charity events which was awesome and uh, that's you know maybe who knows maybe ej one day ends up because ej's playing at stanford isn't he
4: yeah ben? and bill what's cool about that is they went through a coaching change and a lot of wisconsin's defensive staff under leonard took jobs yeah. there. bobby april's their new defensive coordinator ross kalaji is the d-line coach there so it's kind of a wisconsin west
0: now right yeah, he, uh, it's, it, you know, I mean, obviously, EJ, you know, Emmett's talking a little bit about his son after the fact about how good he's gotten, but, uh, you know, it'd be great if, uh, you know, for, for the value of our helmet that we have here that we usually auction off that, uh, if EJ would, uh, maybe maybe in dad's footsteps and this thing would be of uh, some serious value at some point, And it would make a hell of a, hell of a gift idea, so to speak. But that being said, anyway, um, this is, uh, this is uh, a couple of different things I wanted to get to. This one's from Mark, uh, who says, uh, "Hey guys, terrific shows this week on Radio Row. Uh, would a guy like Brett Favre ever walk through Radio Row? Favre has been to Radio Row, going back to San Francisco. Favre was in Radio Row. We sat down and chatted with Brett. And but usually when they get here, they are already pre-booked. A lot of those guys are. So they, it, it's you know, you got to get." You know, now we get, you know, when it comes to the Wisconsin guys, usually we'll get a little bit of uh, a heads up that this is coming. These guys are going to be on their own. But it depends on who their bookers are and what they're here for. If they're being brought out here by a product, by a company, then you got to know the reps of the company. It's, it's, a, it's a weird dynamic. It's not like they just walk around and pick and choose, you know, hey, I w- this is open, I'm an open seat, I'll jump in. This, is, this stuff begins months to weeks in advance, weeks to months in advance where they start thinking about who they're going to go to, what the reach is, what target markets they are. It's very strategic for the, for the products. So there are times when you'll say, how did you not get this person? They just they don't have an interest in the Midwest. They're East Coast-based only, and they're going to only go to East Coast stations. So sometimes it's just it's not that easy. Um, but then there's other times where, you know, it's just luck of the draw. You know, like today was uh, the girl that uh, is the rep for Bounty is from Madison, Wisconsin, and knew the show. And said so we want to go we want to go to Bill Michael's show. So and I've had Emmett on before. I, I've I've gotten to you know at least familiarize myself with him. So when I walk by he says, Hey Bill, how you doing? But it's that was it. Nothing more. That was it. So we just we just kinda of got lucky today.
4: Also, by so the way, kind of, yeah. Bounty, go ahead. I it, maybe it's a free ad, but whatever. Awesome paper towels. Like by far my favorite. Yes, by far.
0: I'll agree with that. That's what I have in my home. So when I head over to Woodmans and I buy them in bulk and then giant, you know 12 or 15 or 16 or 24 pack or whatever the hell it is the one that's too big to actually fit in that giant ass shopping cart that's uh that's the one i get and then you uh, use the double ups and they got the massive rolls that don't even fit on the the roll anymore they're so big so i'm i'm, I'm with you man i get i get it it's not a brawny kind of guy Uh, and then I got another one here from uh, this is from Chris Chris says uh, hey guys a great show can't believe you're not doing it live from the waste management open today maybe on the last day you could take it to the golf tournament no way to get in there no first of all you got to tear everything down then you got to take it over there you got to get it set up and to try to get in there they had uh, been an estimated crowd of over 200,000 people on the course yesterday And I, I didn't get a chance to see it you saw it in the studio right a bit yeah Saturday is always the big day, yeah that's always their biggest crowd the parking lot uh, they have uh, these shuttle lots, and one of the one of the parking lots and I can't remember I think it's the one it's 101 that we're off of That uh, is the McDonald Road exit off of the 101 and parking lot B for the shuttles into the waste management opener right near us it is basically a big square swatch of desert where nothing is developed and they just run you over bushes and trees. And that's where people are parking. That's where they're parking people and uh, then shuttling them over. And it is a massive area of nothing. So we got up yesterday morning, came in, uh, came into work here into, into Phoenix. So we're coming into the city and everybody else that's going to the tournament's going out of the city and over to the west side, or excuse me, the east side of Phoenix to Scottsdale. So by the time we get off, when we get off the exit to go back to the condo after we get off the air, and it's in the afternoon, as the afternoon rounds are still going on at the Waste Management Open, that parking lot is just teeming with thousands and thousands of cars. It's massive. But they estimated yesterday over 200,000 people at the golf course. The weather was perfect, too. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. I mean, it was It was nice. And but Ben, did you see? Uh, there's a whole stream, by the way, TikTok and uh, over on uh, Instagram, of the. Uh, it's got bad drunk golf. Uh, how, how, what is it? Bad drunk golf watchers or bad drunk golfers or something like that takes at the Waste Management Open. It's nothing but drunk guys that can't walk. Have you seen that yet? <laughs> no, I. Need oh to find my it. God! There's one guy. He. It's like the world's tilted. He's leaning to the left. He's leaning, 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 and his buddy says, "You should go to the bathroom before we leave." And he goes, "Bam!" Like he's, he's supposed to turn the corner. There's like the port-a-john, and he's walking and he's leaning and he's leaning and he's leaning. He's, leaning. he's heading towards the Portageon. He's and he's leaning, and when he falls over, his face smashes into the Portageon. It is. I mean, I you know, the guy's obviously hammered, drunk. But I got to be honest, I laughed my ass off. Oh, my God. I was, I was watching that last night. We got back from the uh, party and went to bed. I was laying in bed. I'm watching some of that stuff. And it's just nothing but drunk white dudes in golf apparel that are coming out of the Waste Management Open completely trashed. I mean, trash, can't walk. One guy's, like, laying on the ground. He's passed out. There's another guy that's on all fours near a sidewalk. And then this guy who goes face first and smashes right in to a big, giant, blue Portageon. Oh, my God. I, I almost wet the bed. I was laughing so hard last night. No, it, it's just a whole stream of bad, drunk golfers that are dressed as golfers. So, there you go. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break, uh, coming up. We're going to have, uh, Mike Clements is going to join us coming up here in a little bit. We'll talk with Mike. Uh, also today we're going to have Greg Cosell, uh, coming up here at the top of the next hour. Christian Ponder is going to be joining us in the next hour as well. Uh, we've got a, maybe a guest or two that might walk by. And then after that, that's it. We'll wrap it up. We're broadcasting live here at, uh, at the, uh, Phoenix convention center radio row. And uh, we are two days, five hours, three minutes away, and counting from kickoff. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Kemp's. Kemp's milk, fantastic. We all know it's Kemp's and all their products. You can be a part of their team, by the way. That produces the brand that you see nearly in every big food store in the area. All you got to right now, they're looking for the, By the way, uh, they're based out of Cedarburg, Wisconsin and uh, they're hiring class A CDL drivers, production people, cooler employees, maintenance technicians, 23 bucks an hour plus 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 more. Plus benefits and, and plus everything else that goes along with it. Check out our friends at Kemp's. If you are looking for a career, Wisconsin-based company right here in our own backyard, it is Kemp's. Go to Kemp's.com, then scroll to the bottom of the page, and you see where it says careers? Then click on careers. So Kemp's.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, click on careers, and you can find a terrific company based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Good people, and we see them in the grocery stores all over the place. That is our friends from camps. Also, real quick, don't forget about our friends over there. Great Lakes Dragway 2023 is here. If you've got the need for speed, go to greatlakesdragaway.com That is greatlakesdragaway.com More of the Bill Michael Show out here in Arizona. Right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin
3: Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to the program, Bill Michaels Show. We are broadcasting live. We're inside the Phoenix Convention Center getting you ready for Super Bowl 57. Two days, four hours, 56 minutes, and counting down uh, to the time for kickoff. And Kansas City and Philadelphia get underway. Uh, Also, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Social House, H-A-U-S. Don't just stop in to watch the game. Stop in because they got a lot of new menu items over there as well. Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, terrific place. Dan Dell and his staff are second to none. Great Bloody Mary's in the morning, on Sunday morning, and if you get a bloody, they give you free pancakes. You get a mixed drink, free pancakes. Best part about it, that is our friends at the Social House, H-A-U-S, over there on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. So, Ben, breaking news, and you uh, sent this to me, and I retweeted it, but looks like Tiger Woods is back. Tiger Woods tweeting out just moments ago saying, I'm ready to play an actual PGA, and he highlighted actual PGA, tour event next week the genesis invitational which is where we all know leaving the genesis invitational is where he had the car accident which tore up the leg which is pretty much uh, you know made it uh, very debilitating for him to play golf but after taking some time away and most of last season to rehab and get back at it and he's played some golf events and such with his son charlie he said he's ready to come back and play so uh, tiger woods stating today, just moments ago, that he is ready to play. Uh, four minutes ago, he, he tweeted it out, that he's ready to actually play in a t- PGA Tour event. If, if Tiger Woods can come back and do anything meaningful and relevant, uh, Ben, he would destroy any ratings, any hope, any attention for the Live Tour.
4: I mean, his presence alone kind of does. And uh, let's be honest, the Live Tour is destroying themselves. Not to get into the nuts and bolts, but they have spent almost a billion dollars on player salary and have not brought in anything in revenue, which I don't know how sustainable realistically it is, but the most watched golf event ever was the 2019 Masters when it was him in contention again on the final day and he obviously won it. So the fact that he's playing next week means that he feels good enough to then hopefully actually play all four majors this year and thinks he can actually compete. So right. I I might take next week off if I'm being honest.
0: So let's let's say that he comes back and plays the Genesis and which he's won numerous times. Let's say he comes back and plays he makes the cut. Makes the cut, say not necessarily in the final grouping or anything like that on Saturday or Sunday. Don't get me wrong. But let's just say he's relevant. He's back. And it's, it's Tiger saying, it's a tune-up. I feel pretty good. I've got things going on with my game. The leg, the swing, the chaos of it all. I've worked it out. I may not be hitting 340 like I used to. But now I'm hitting 320. But I'm, I'm straight. I'm good. My putter's working. All of that. And he's relevant. By the time the Masters gets here... Can you imagine the hoopla for the Masters? It'll can you be, imagine what that would be? It'll be
4: insane. I mean, last year he played it and he actually made the cut, which was remarkable, right? I, I think right. If, if he can play four rounds of golf, meaning make the cut and then just like walk for another two rounds, I think that tells you enough. But, the, yeah, right. the, the hoopla is already crazy. You'll have live guys at the Masters for the first time that are former champions so the storylines will be great. There will be trash talk. If Tiger goes there and actually plays well, I mean, like, like golf is golf, but it is kind of in the mainstream now with all of the all of the beef and all the storylines. I, I imagine a larger audience tuning in to see how that goes.
0: Yeah, uh, and that would, and if Tiger, and here's the other aspect of that. If Tiger comes in, let's just say, God Himself has healed Tiger Woods. And Tiger should win another major. Like he's available on Sunday. He's in the final grouping or the second to final grouping. And we see just one more, one more run of any kind of spectacularness out of Tiger Woods. And Tiger then comes out and hammers the Live Golf Tour. Just hammers it in some way, shape, or form with some kind of a comment which he's not real controversial, but he's been somewhat outspoken regarding this. Let's just say he comes out, he's got his juice, and he's feeling it, and he hammers it. Is that one of the final nails in the coffin? Because we know that the Saudis have money. They can support this thing for a long time to come, and maybe they'll do it just out of spite almost at that point. But would that be one of almost the final nails of the coffin if indeed Tiger was relevant in a major, came out, hammered Liv, hammered the players that are over there, and said, glad you're getting the payday. Put your head on that pillow of money at night. But as far as competitiveness goes, you're not in it to win it.
4: Yeah. And uh, if that happens, I might need new pants, frankly. <laughs> like, come on. Are you kidding?
0: He's yeah. That's awesome. that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. You'll be playing it in that snow you got. That's awesome. <laughs> but I, I agree. I For Tiger to be able to come back and Tiger, it's funny because Tiger makes that announcement and you can hear people talking around me you know when when you sent that to me and i retweeted it and you can hear people talking. hey did you hear tigers coming back hey did you hear tigers coming back has tiger woods pushed aaron rogers off of the off of the front page for the time being as far as a point of discussion when it comes to the sporting world like you and i are talking about him now we're in the, we've gone almost an entire segment with really out mentioning uh aaron rogers but yeah uh, yeah can you imagine if tiger comes back and does something well Maybe Tiger well tournament. saw
4: the atrocity of Aaron Rodgers' handicap at Pebble. And he's like, you know what? I, I, from, I have to set the record straight.
0: I will say this. Uh, I have heard, and I I didn't now really believe it, but apparently Tiger Woods was in a deprivation chamber and just emerged with the knowledge that he should come back and play. Just just a rumor. Nothing substantiated, by, by mind you, but I'm throwing it out there. It's a rumor yeah. that I, I heard no one say.
4: What if... What if Aaron Rodgers comes out of his darkness chamber to hear that KD is a son and Tiger Woods is playing golf? Right? How long was
0: I in there? (laughs) Dak Prescott wins the Man of the Year Award. Patrick Mahomes is a two-time MVP. Um, What else? Andy Reid can sing opera. (laughs) All of that kind of good stuff. Uh, Yeah, he might be thinking, how long was I in there? Then again, uh, if by chance, which I don't think Aaron is, he's not here in the in the desert, but had he eaten at the same place that our buddy Scott Farrell did, if you heard that opening portion of the show, um, yeah, that uh, that that would not be good if you've gone into a depriva- deprivation tank and then had uh, the Scotty Farrell Montezuma's revenge heaped upon you in the tank. <laughs> you would have to take the tank to to a power wash car wash. Oh, well, it's
4: sensory deprivation. You will be depriving right? your senses. <laughs> oh, this is so not in a good way.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Holy mackerel. So there you have it. Yeah, Rogers <laughs> says it
4: stimulates DMT, where for Pharrell, he's like, no, nah, I just want to stimulate food poisoning
0: so I can smell right. something again. Right. What the hell is DMT, by the way?
4: Oh, it's a drug, it's a okay. hallucinogenic. All right. I uh, I believe so it's, uh, as I someone has told me that it's the drug in acid. I think.
0: Okay, it, it, but that's a natural. Correct. Yeah, it's a natural drug produced by the body. So it's not like he's doing anything illegal that the NFL is going to look at and go, wait a minute, because the NFL when he talked about the ayahuasca, for uh, you know, in in that cleansing and what had gone on. There was a discussion about, hey, we got to at least look into what he's talking about because we don't want him doing it, and one, not and then getting away with it because he's Aaron Rodgers, or two, other guys that start doing it thinking it's okay, and then everybody starts doing this. So they had to actually look into all of that, into the herbal side and the supplements and all the different things that he was claiming he had done just to make sure that there was nothing illegal there uh, via NFL standards and that he would test for anything. So that was discussed, but... Uh, The league did very quietly just kind of let it die, but basically very whispering said, yeah, there's nothing illegal here. There's nothing bad here. So uh, that was all completely clear. Not that I would ever think Aaron Rodgers. Uh, And I've talked to numerous players uh, in, in the past. When we hear this thing about PEDs and they say, well, I didn't knowingly take it. I didn't knowingly do this. I've had a half dozen or more dozen players say, you would have to be an idiot to put something in your body. That is not approved by the NFL because they know and they have it a resource. If you want to take something, you go to into Walgreens and you got hydroxy cut and they will say, scan it with your phone, send it to the doc and they'll look into it and they know they'll know exactly what that drug does. They'll know exactly what's in it. They'll know exactly what you can and can't take. And they'll say yes or no. They, they say if you just grab something and take it, you would have to be an absolute moron to take something that would get you, get, get you you know, banned by the league for a period of time. Which is why Sean Ryan, you just kind of shake your head at You're like, dude. Then one of the first things they tell you when you walk through the door as a rookie is, okay, let's sit down and talk about procedures. One of the procedures is nothing goes in that body unless we know about it. Food, yes, that's one thing. But there aren't any drugs. There aren't any supplements. There aren't any antihistamines. There is nothing goes in that body unless we know about it. And if you need something, if you need a drug, if you need an antihistamine, if you need this, we will tell you what to get, where to go to get it. Because you'd have to be a moron. So when you don't follow the rules and you get busted, you can't blame anybody else but yourself and you can't say, I didn't knowingly take it. Well, yes, you did. You put it in your mouth, you're a moron. You injected it, you're a moron. Whatever it is, you're a moron. So without a doubt. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Got a lot more broadcasting live down here at Radio Row. Coming up after the top of the hour, we are looking to get Greg Cosell, one of the absolute positive best at breaking down film and looking at things. I'm interested to see what he thought of the Packers this year. I'm interested also to see what he thinks of this college class. And, Ben, you can certainly uh, shoot off some questions because uh, there is nobody, no more college uh, football draft file than Greg Cosell when it comes to analyzing players and films and such because he has just got such an incredible knack for that, and he's been doing it for so, so long. So we'll talk to him coming up this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at uh, Cruise Tri- uh, Cruise Planners. You call them right now, Kirk and the gang over there 262-344-0697. If you're looking to book a cruise, if you are looking to uh, say you know plan a trip in the continental, if you're planning a trip overseas, if you're bringing a, the whole family together at a family reunion, maybe you're putting an all inclusive resort together, whatever it is, they can help you out. And the best part about it is you can book now, put down a small deposit, you can even finance it if you. And I don't got the money for that. I don't want to take a, the once-in-a-lifetime cruise for three grand. I can only afford about a grand. Well, that's okay. You put down a deposit. You finance it. By the time you, by the time you set sail, you are good to go. It's that awesome. They can help you with it. 262-344-0697. And by the way, you don't have to be in Wisconsin to call them. They take uh, stuff from all over the country. 262-344-0697. 262-344-0697. That's our friends at Cruise Planners, your land and cruise experts. Not just cruise, but land and cruise experts. 262-344-0697. More of the Bill Michael Show broadcasting live out here in uh, in the desert. As we hang out uh, the last few hours, so to speak, of our broadcast from Radio Row coming up right after this. This is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
3: Now, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Chiefs and the Eagles in Super Bowl 57, Sunday night at 530. Coverage on Fox, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey in a final press conference was asked, how does he always get so wide open against defenses?
0: Why am I always open? I say it all the time. Andy Reid, baby. Big Red. He, uh, he He can dial some stuff up at the right time, create some things at the right time. Um, and then on top of that, you know, uh, everybody is doing their job.
3: Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says you never know who could be the star player in a Super Bowl. That's the human element. Uh, you don't know who that person will be, but somebody will. In this game, there's somebody that we haven't mentioned. And just about everybody's been There's somebody that hasn't been mentioned that's going to step up and you're going to go, Wow. After years of losing seasons in Detroit, defensive back Darius Slay is excited to play in his first Super Bowl for the Eagles.
2: Man, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm very, very thankful, man. I'm, I'm just looking forward to going out there, having fun, competing at a high level, and doing whatever I can to help this team win. Both teams come into the
3: game with records of 16-3. and Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts.
2: It'll be a great game. I mean, it'll be a battle. You got the best of the best playing, playing against one another. Two really, two really good teams, two well-coached teams, stacked with players, so... You know, It'll be a competitive game.
3: And last night on the NFL Honors 12th Annual Award Show. In the 2022 AP, most valuable player is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> This is the second time Mahomes has been named the league's MVP. He accepted from the Chiefs' team hotel.
4: To the Chiefs' organization, I would never be standing here today without y'all. Every day, given everything that we have together
3: to go for the ultimate goal, the Super Bowl. That's Patrick Mahomes. From Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, I'm Mike Clemens.
0: Best NFL coverage on 96.7 FM, 1670 AM, The Zone. show broadcasting live out here radio row and uh, we're just kind of hanging out and uh just uh enjoying the day so to speak just enjoying the day and uh you've got to say hi to kathy and the gang listening from seal beach in california seal beach in california so, uh, hello, listening from Seal Beach in California. That's not a bad way to go. You're sitting on a beach listening to the program. I mean, I, I guess that's what, Ben, every time you head to a beach, um, don't you uh, listen to the program or you're sitting on the golf course and you're uh, taking a day off? Aren't you listening? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought so. Yeah, you said it enthusiastically. <laughs> it's all by it. Now,
4: I don't Here, go to the so. beach. That's the That's the problem is I can't have that experience. I'm not a beach guy. I don't like the ocean.
0: Um, I, you know, I am um, the, I I love the ocean. I love sitting on the beach. I love sitting in the sand. I love watching the sea. I love kind of hanging out and uh, uh, I'm good with that, but I can sit on a golf course and I, you know what? I do turn music on and Zydeco music and I will listen to stuff. I'll listen to sports talk while I'm playing. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely good with that. 100% 100% go with that. So I don't, I don't mind doing that. Um, there, there's a lot going on here. We're going to hear from uh, Mike Clemens coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Um, it, ben, by any chance, and I hate to throw you a curveball because I know we're, uh, we're sitting here with stuff going on, but uh, with some of the stuff from last night, because we're not going to get a chance to do a lot of it when Mike is on the air with us uh, since we're a little bit cramped for time. Uh, and we're going to see if we can't get Coach Rob Mendez on at some point, too, and if we can talk to him. Uh, great if we can't then maybe we'll tape something for monday that we can uh, play back but coach rob mendez just came by and coach mendez is the one that delivered that unbelievably inspirational speech he's a high school football coach he's right now an offensive coordinator uh no arms no legs uh lives in a wheelchair and uh, was on espn a couple of years ago delivering the speech about overcoming obstacles and such so we're hoping to get coach on uh, a little bit later on but uh, do you got any of the stuff that uh, that, that Mike sent back that uh, he had some, you know, interviews with some of the guys uh, between the Eagles and the, uh-oh. Uh, no, we already did that. Already did. Somebody just said, oh, did you see the news? And like, I, I did see the news. Don't scare me like that. Um, that, uh, that Mike had a chance to catch up with some of the Eagles players yesterday. And by the way, uh, that is, I, I had posted it, and it was a couple of days ago. But I did see the video. we got a lot of people uh, that are emailing saying, have you seen the uh, the video of the, the field moving out of uh, State Farm Stadium? Yes. We talked a little bit about that. Um, let's do this real quick. Mike uh, Clemens met with Darius Slay of the Eagles yesterday. Let's take a listen to that.
3: With Darius Slay. Is Brunswick, Georgia, north or south of Atlanta? South. Southeast Georgia. Running back there. Yes. And then? The
2: running back. Or did he come out of there after you? So yes, yeah, so all of us are cousins. Me, Tracy Walker, and Justin Coleman.
3: You guys are all cousins?
2: Yeah. From Brunswick, Georgia. Well, how do you get so much football into your bloodline like that? Uh, we're a very football town. We got a lot of guys that play DJ Dallas is from Brunswick, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of us keep that just keep continuing to building. Like we know we got a lot of guys coming into the league right now.
3: Well, you know, Georgia's a good football state. We so the then state. when you go to
2: Mississippi State, who says to you defensive back? Uh, actually, actually, uh, my high school coach told me that. you know uh, When I got Coach Floyd, he moved me from running back to receiver and just played DB. And I played DB all through my high school career, but I was always like, I want to kind of be a running back. I like to score touchdowns. But he told me where I can make my money as playing corner. So uh, I took it and ran with it, and, uh, I, and I'm, right, you know, I'm here. Did you accept that pretty quick? You know, uh, I accepted it pretty quick because as, in, as a young kid, I did not want to. But as a guy that's put guys, you know, in great colleges, uh, you know, put them through college school, got them, you know, D1 offers and stuff like that, obviously he knew more than me. I'm only about 15, 16 years old, so I can't, I can't sit and tell this man, uh, yeah, I'm a running back. Nah, he felt like he's seen it. He done dealt with it. And, you know, as you can see, he was right.
3: <laughs> Darius, Patrick Mahomes said one of his coaches when he was a kid said maybe he should be a defensive back. He says, I don't like to tackle.
2: Uh. I understand. I can see where he's coming from. I hate tackling, too, sometimes. That don't hurt. So, as
3: you know, I cover the Packers, and for like six or seven years, twice a year, we're standing at Aaron Rodgers' locker and say, well, what do you think about this Detroit defense? And guess who we started talking
2: about first? You. Oh, man. You.
3: What what was it like playing against Aaron?
2: It was amazing, man. He made me to a hell of a player. Uh, He's one of the... One of the best quarters I ever played in my life, man. Definitely when I was young, you know. He when he was really rolling, rolling. Like he's still great right now as well. But he was really rolling with Jordy Nelson and Tay, a younger Tay. You know, Randall Cobb had a lot of guys going like crazy, and you know, he had a lot of talent, man. And to see him, you know, play against him, the smartness. though. So he made me a smarter player. He made me understand signals that he was doing. Like I had to really actually watch this man play for play because it was no way you could get tips on him if you didn't watch him. So me playing corner, and uh, that's how we used to always at least get close to beating him because he uh, was still like little you know, little tips from him, but man, he's he made me a hell of a player, you know. So hell of a hell They,
3: of a- they say you got to get going to a meeting, so I just want to say this. You made this move and now here in three years, you and Adamica, you bring him over here. Just talk about that you're here now with the opportunity after all those
2: years. Of being a great player that you
3: are talk about sunday night
2: man i'm, I'm excited man i'm very very thankful man I'm, I'm just looking forward to going out there having fun competing at a high level and doing whatever i can to help this team win
3: i don't want you to get fined for being late for a meeting so i'll let you no, okay. darius thank you
2: eagles
0: there you go welcome back and that was mike clemens uh, darius slayer we're going to take a quick break minute here at the top and then when we come back Greg Hosell is going to join us here at the table stay tuned we got another hour of the Bill Michael show live inside the Phoenix Convention Center Media Center Radio Row we are two days four hours 31 minutes away next to the Bill Michael show